From the CQ Roll Call Newsroom in Washington, this is the Week Ahead Podcast, your nonpartisan news source for how Congress and the federal government shape the real world. I'm Sean Zeller, and in today's podcast, I'm going to talk with CQ Justice Department reporter Todd Ruger about the big week ahead in the Russia investigation. It will bring more hearings on Capitol Hill, possibly a new FBI director, and surely more fallout from the news that President Trump is looking into pardoning members of his own family. Thanks for coming on, Todd. Sure, thanks for having me. So what's this news about President Trump looking into pardoning members of his family, and even possibly himself? Does he have the power to do that? Well, the, this is based on some news reports that just came out, uh, Washington Post and others. And this, this is a question that even the White House lawyers are looking at, whether his, whether, whether his pardon power extends to his family, his campaign, uh, and, and himself. I mean, these are questions that legally rarely come up. The, these are ones that aren't tested in the courts. There's not a lot of case law. So these are, are in large part unanswered questions. And politically, it's a bigger question. Legally, can he do it? Maybe, maybe not. But politically, if he does it, is there anybody that will call him on it and say, you can't do that? Or is there anybody that would do anything about it politically? So the Senate is expected to confirm Christopher Wray soon as the new FBI director. Who is he and why has his appointment not been very controversial? Okay, well, he's a uh, former DOJ official from the George W. Bush administration. Uh, he was instrumental in the department's response to the 9-11 attacks. Uh, he helped lead big corporate investigations, uh, criminal investigations when he was there. He since then has left and gone into private practice and done very complex corporate uh, investigations and defense. Uh, he's 50 years old, um, and he's proven un- uncontroversial because he's part of this national security uh, sort of gang of people that, that have been at the DOJ at high levels uh, for years, uh, working in and among them. He knows uh, you know, James Comey, the fired FBI director. He knows Robert Mueller, the, the special counsel who's now investigating uh, the tr- Trump campaign and the ties to Russia. Uh, and he's got, he got the backing from a lot of uh, former DOJ officials. So he would replace James Comey, the FBI director whom Trump fired. And that has Democrats worried about the independence of the FBI. And they asked him a lot of questions about that. What did Ray say about how he would be independent? Well, right. So one of the things that was was brewing around at the time that uh, Trump had fired James Comey was, could he pick somebody political for this job? And that would have been devastating. You know, it would have been, uh, been extremely controversial. Uh, so he didn't. He picked this guy with a with a very good record, and, and nonpartisan record, really. And um, and so one of the things he told the the committee was that he would resist White House efforts to interfere with the FBI to keep he would keep the FBI a independent. If the president asks you to do something unlawful or unethical, what do you say? First, I would try to talk him out of it, and if that failed, I would resign. And then uh, he also said he would provide all the the resources necessary for the Russia probe. That was important to some members, such as um, Senator Blumenthal from Connecticut. And he also said that the Russian probe was legitimate, that it wasn't a witch hunt, as Trump has called it. So he showed a sign to be able to to make a break with Trump on on some of those issues. So he came out of the Senate Judiciary Committee unopposed, 20 to 0, and now 
uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is planning to bring him to the floor sometime before the Senate departs for its August recess. Is he going to play any role in the Russia investigation, considering that there is now a special counsel, Robert Mueller, in charge of that? Uh, he won't really. This is one thing he talked about, uh, that this is now in totally in the hands of, of uh, the special counsel. Uh, but that, like I said, he would support that investigation. So that's about all that Democrats needed to hear from him. What are you hearing out of the DOJ from its career staff? I mean, we had this news break this week. Donald Trump did an interview with the New York Times in which he criticized the attorney general, the head of the Justice Department, former Alabama Senator Jeff Sessions, an early supporter of Trump's campaign. Trump said if he knew that Sessions was going to recuse himself from the Russia investigation, that he wouldn't have hired him to begin with. So how's that going over at DOJ? It's important to remember, I think, that most of the Justice Department are career officials, nonpartisan. They're not appointees who have a lot of work to do and a lot of important work to do, and they're going to just keep doing their job. Um, that, you know, this drama doesn't necessarily affect directly what they're doing. That said, Trump in this interview said he said it was extremely unfair to him to, for Sessions to have recused. Uh, Sessions recused because he answered questions at, at his confirmation hearing about meetings with Russia. And it turns out there was a meeting with Russia. He had said he had not met with Correct. the Russians. And he, in fact, had had a couple meetings with the Russian ambassador. That's right. And, and when Sessions announced that he had, was going to recuse from this, he said that he had checked with career DOJ ethics officers before making this. When you look at people who are working in the DOJ, and they, what they hear from Trump is, if I would have known he wouldn't have followed longstanding ethical policies that were recommended by the staff there, I wouldn't have even put him in place. Like if, if I knew he wasn't going to be there to be unethical almost. And so you have a real question about whether Trump respects the, the role that the Justice Department plays and, uh, and the FBI plays and whether he understands the difference between, the, you know, this traditional wall that's been put in place between the White House and politics and the Justice Department and law enforcement. And the fired FBI Director James Comey, when he testified, he indicated that this was demoralizing to his agents, that it was, a, it was causing a problem in terms of morale at the agency. Right. And, well, and so then the other thing that Trump did in this New York Times interview um, where he criticized Sessions is he, he criticized Rod Rosenstein, who is the second-in-command, a deputy, He's largely seen as like a non-political career Justice Department official. And in this interview, Trump said, oh, he's from Baltimore and, and there's a lot of Democrats there. And he's not even actually from Baltimore. And, um, you know, what does it mean that he comes from a, a, a place where there's a lot of Democrats? Um, and, well, Rosens and Rosenstein is the one who eventually made the decision to appoint Mueller. And, and then there's only one other... Uh, Trump appointee currently at the Justice Department. That's the third in command, Rachel Brand. So a lot of a lot of people are kind of scratching their heads, saying, "Why would you go into an interview and attack, you know, everybody at the Justice Department that you put in, basically?" So where do things stand now with Robert Mueller's investigation of the Russia issue? Um, well, well, he's working with a tight knit group. There's not a lot of leaks coming out of what he's doing, but what we do know is that it's expanding both in the number of lawyers that he's bringing on to his team, very high-level lawyers, well-respected, and also in scope. For example, Bloomberg reported yesterday that, that this investigation is now examining Trump's business transactions in Russia. And that's one of the things that Trump talked about in this 
uh, interview that that you know if if the probe expands into his personal business area that that might be some sort of red line where he might actually fire uh, Mueller or consider firing Mueller and so these are you know that th- you do have some clue from that that maybe Trump realizes this is going into his personal business and is is in a way that's not directly related only to the the, the Russia campaign or the Trump campaign and Russia's operatives. All right, let's turn to Capitol Hill, Todd. You cover legal affairs up there for us. What's coming on the Russia investigation on the Hill this coming week? Okay, well, um, first on Monday is Jared Kushner, the president's son-in-law and close advisor, uh, is going to be talking to the Senate Intelligence Committee. That's going to be behind closed doors. And Kushner was part of this meeting that occurred during the campaign in which a Russian operative offered to provide information on Hillary Clinton that would be damaging to her campaign? Correct. And it was uh, Donald Trump Jr. who set up that uh, that meeting. Uh, Paul Manafort, uh, the campaign boss at the time, was there, uh, and Jared Kushner was there. Um, and, and the Intelligence Committee has said that they are going to try to talk to everybody that was at that meeting. I think that's up to eight participants, including this Russian lawyer, uh, a translator, and a representative of, of some Russian business. And Manafort and Donald Trump Jr. are also coming to the Hill. That's right. I mean, there hasn't been total confirmation that they're going to testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee on Wednesday. But uh, Senator Chuck Grassley, the the chairman of the committee and Dianne Feinstein, the ranking Democrat, have both said that they're willing to do subpoenas if they don't if they don't show up. So there's an expectation that they're going to be there on Wednesday. uh, And that's going to be an open session uh, and and I think attract quite the uh, the audience. Indeed. Now, most of the focus on Capitol Hill has been on the Senate Intelligence Committee's investigation run by Richard Burr, the Republican senator from North Carolina. But this seems like judiciary. The Senate Judiciary Panel is getting in on it now, too, in a more serious way. Tell me a little bit about the dynamics on that panel. Where does uh, Chuck Grassley, that Iowa Republican who chairs it, stand on this? Well, you, you're you're seeing a little bit of a turf war over this. You know, the judiciary wants to investigate, and they have a role in investigating. Uh, the intelligence committee is the is the place where you're going to get the more comprehensive uh, uh, investigation, quote unquote investigation, because you've got uh, there you've got people with the the proper security clearances, and they're they're going to be doing it behind closed doors. They're going to get more information. Uh, and they're they're interviewing witness more witnesses um, kind of thing. Now the judiciary has their own issues and their own and their own uh, subcommittee, in fact, that can can kind of bring this up. And and there uh, this is an indication that they they're going to be able to play ball and, and actually move the needle on on the politics on, on this 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 hearing that's coming up is kind of interesting because it was originally um, you know the focus was on this company called Fusion GPS, which is the research firm that was behind the dossier, the kind of scandalous dossier about Trump that came out at one point during um, Right, the, the unconfirmed reports about his travels in Russia and salacious C- things that C- correct, yes. may or may not have happened. Right, and so that, that, that is, that's sort of, Grassley's been trying to get behind what, what that was and what that group was. And, and so now Donald Trump Jr. and Paul Manafort have been added to that same hearing and um, I mean, I expect it to be just absolutely wide open. 
uh, questioning on them and the the uh, this meeting, particularly at Trump Tower in June of 2016 with this Russian lawyer. That you know that that's going to be a major focus of this. Gotcha. All right, Todd. Thank you for coming on. We'll be looking forward to your reports from the Hill next week. I'm Sean Zeller, and I thank you for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and on NPR One.